Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unscaled Travel Show. I'm Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler. And, uh, you know, I like you. And I like that you're here. I like what you're wearing today. You look nice. My co-explorer, as always, with me, joining me on this wonderful, wacky world of journey throughout the world is Amy. Hi. <laughs> do you like what I'm wearing today? I do. <laughs> Thank Lovely. you. Lovely. As every day. Come on. Every day is sunshine here. You have to say that. No. <laughs> uh, we are talking about, speaking of sunshine, every day is sunshine. We're talking about wonderful day trips you can take from Las Vegas, where we film and record our show. Uh, people don't realize that Vegas is more than those casinos and it, the entertainment you find on the world famous strip. We love that place, but we also love to get off of that place, get away from the strip a little bit. A lot of people don't realize there's so much to see in a four hour radius of the city if you're driving. Uh, and that's one of the main reasons that we moved here, you know, about a decade ago. Right. We had never really explored much of the West Coast of the country. And when we were talking about moving, uh, seeing how centrally located Vegas was to a lot of bigger cities kind of helped sway our decision to move here. Mm -hmm. And since we've been here, we've driven all over the West Coast. We do a lot of weekend trips. We do some day trips. Uh, we do a lot of just going out to the outskirts of the city, just hiking trails. We like to get out and see places. And so Vegas is a great location for us to do that. It really is. And, you know, whether you like outdoors type situations, we'll talk about that. Or if you like to explore smaller cities, there are so many you could go explore in this radius. Or if you're drawn by the entertainment and like music options of bigger cities like LA, Phoenix, things of that nature, then, you know, we're going to talk all about those specific kind of groups that you can find. We're going to start with our outdoors adventures because I, a lot of people don't realize, even Vegas residents don't realize how many places we're actually spoiled to them. Right, right. Uh, the very first one, the very the first two are right near the city. You know, of course, Hoover Dam is right there. That's a man-made thing, like Lake Mead. Lake Mead is one of those places that a lot of folks overlook when it comes to outdoors, sunshine, boating. Right. It's it's roughly an hour outside of the city, but you can go there. You can rent um, watercrafts, kayaks, paddle boards, all types of things. They have a beach, a lake beach, but you can spend the day on the water, which is a luxury that you don't really get in the desert many times. And it's right there for anybody to just drive out and hit the water for a few hours or even spend, and you know, I think you can camp out there if you want to do an overnight. Mm -hmm. And it's literally an hour away from the strip. It's a, it's a great place to go and uh, spend a few hours for sure. Right next to the city, to the west of the city is a place that we call Red Rock Canyon. Well, everyone calls it because that's its name, <laughs> but there's a, it has a scenic drive. You don't even have to leave your car if you're on a time constraint or if you know, you're just cruising around, they have a 13 mile long scenic loop. Right, and we've gone out to Red Rock more times than I can count. Mm -hmm. We've done the scenic drive, we've done most of the hikes out there, which is really fun. And it's not even five minutes from, from the city. It's, mm -hmm. it's just right there. So you can hop out there in the morning, go for a hike and be back in the city for lunch if you enjoy nature or if you wanna just get out and see some of the beautiful Red Rock Canyon. And while we're on that vein, very quickly, if we're talking, we're going to mention some national parks, some national forests, uh, Red Rock Canyon, these kind of places, Valley of Fire. 
you're you're going to want to get the America the Beautiful pass. It costs if you just buy it straight up, it's like eighty bucks, but yeah. it's good for a year. There are significant discounts if you're a senior citizen or a student, and if you're a part of our military, thank you for your service. But also that America the Beautiful pass is free. Right. So it'll save you a ton of entrance fees at a lot of these parks if you get the America the Beautiful pass. You can Google it, and uh, I know we do it every year. Yeah, we have one, and it has paid for itself every single year. Mm-hmm. And it's not $80 a person. I, it's per car. Yeah. So for the two of us to drive into the Grand Canyon and to Red Rock Canyon and Valley of Fire, this pass is getting us in every single time. Like Thelma and Louise, we're just going to drive right <laughs> into the Grand Canyon, uh, which brings up a really good point. Uh, it, it seems like a world away. But just four hours away is the city of Flagstaff, and which is the entrance way to the <clears throat> excuse me the entrance way to the southern rim of the Grand Canyon itself, and makes it a great day trip to go. You get to explore the canyon a little bit if you have time. If you're a fast driver like we are, um, <laughs> <laughs> obey the laws of the land, folks. Uh, you also can have some time to ex- explore Flagstaff itself. Right. We've we've gone down to Flagstaff a few times, uh, once for a long weekend, and another time we just got up early on a Saturday and, and drove over, and we did mm-hmm. actually go to the Grand Canyon. There are some scenic drives you can go on. There's a lot of different places you can stop and get out and look at the Grand Canyon, very picturesque, take, take photos. Uh, and then we headed into the lovely little town of Flagstaff, which I really enjoyed. I love their downtown area. And we, you know, you get to hang out in a, a small town that feels completely different from from Vegas. And then we got on the road and we were home that evening. Yeah, one of our affiliates where we air out of, of course, is uh, Sedona and Flagstaff on beautiful KAZM out there. Uh, Flagstaff, if you've never been, is really fun because it's more of like a college town. It has that energy. Lots of, I think, Grand Canyon University, which is on the rise, have a pretty good basketball team for NCAA fans out there. Uh, so it's a it's one of these college towns that it caters to younger folks. It has that energy. It has that feel and pull to it. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't realize it was such a, a college town. And when we were there, they were having um, a festival downtown. And it was a lot of like younger people walking around. I mean, I felt a little bit old but uh it, it was fun to just kind of be down there and experience that it was not at all what i thought flagstaff was going to be like yeah and the drive the drive itself it's lovely it's beautiful it's uh really fun and incredible to uh to just kind of check out so you know you also have again we just mentioned sedona which is just south of flagstaff we need to make it down there we have not gone to explore in, in detail and like really get out of Sedona, but Sedona is one of those places that's high on a lot of people's uh, list of places they need or want to visit. Right. I mean, we've gone down to Phoenix a few times, been over to Scottsdale. We've never quite made it over to Sedona, but it is on our list. I think that's one of the places we'll be hitting early 2024, hopefully for at least a weekend trip, but it's, it's one of those places that you hear a lot about for like a relaxing weekend. Uh, a lot of spas and wellness facilities, places like that. And again, just beautiful, beautiful scenery. Um, Lake Havasu City, um, some of these areas that are just, I don't know, 
Victorville. <laughs> it's Victorville. Like, hey, man, <laughs> I love my folks over in Victorville, California, but uh, I don't know why I mentioned <laughs> you. <laughs> Victorville is a wonderful town. You know what? We need to go explore it more. Usually, we're driving through we're it. We're driving through to L.A. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of people do. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of people make it through that city every day. I'm sure it has lovely places. It's like Mesquite. Right. I, I've been to Mesquite, which is about an hour northeast of of Las Vegas and it heads you out to Arizona then to Utah. I've been there a number of times. It's an older community. It's more retirement. They do have casinos. They have lovely golf courses, but it's kind of one of those cities people either they fill up on gas and everything. But if you have time, go and explore there because they do actually have a lot of outdoor hiking access to trails that go through the mountains and and places like that that people can explore. Usually when we're going through Mesquite, we're heading up to Utah to go towards um, St. George or past that when we've gone Mm -hmm. over to Zion National Park. And we went to Bryce Canyon and a few other places, which also within about a two-hour drive, two- to three-hour drive from the city, I probably wouldn't advise driving up to Zion and hiking and coming back all in one day, but we've done it. I don't know if you remember the day I'm talking about, but oh, yeah. <laughs> we we had not intended to come back to that night, but we did. <laughs> Who can forget the day they almost died on a trail in Zion? <laughs> not me. I'd like to, but it still haunts my nightmares. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some more outdoor locations, day trips you can take from Las Vegas if you're on this side of the world. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Unscaled yeah. Travel Show. Keep it right here. Unscaled Travel Show is brought to you by Diamondback Land Surveying. For all your land surveying needs, contact Diamondback Land Surveying at 702-823-DBLS. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Unscaled Travel Show. It's Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler, as always. Check us out on our website, fullmetaltraveler.com. We have lovely articles, and you can check out past interviews and episodes, all those things from myself or my co-host, Amy. (laughs) Yeah, check us out. (laughs) And we want to give a special shout-out to our friends over at Diamondback Land Surveying that support us here locally where we uh, record our show in Las Vegas. For all of your land surveying needs, contact Diamondback Land Surveying at 702-823-DBLS. That's 702-823-3257 or by visiting them online at diamondbacklandsurveying.com. Wonderful people, Trent and Lisa Keenan. Thank you so much for your support. Um, We are talking day trips from Las Vegas. And right now we're talking about more outdoorsy places you can visit. I mean, uh, to the south with Joshua Tree, there's also... Joshua Tree is kind of on that max level. We're, we want to stick to about four hours of driving max because you want to leave time, number one, to get back to the city. That's what a day trip is. Right. And number two, to explore wherever you're going. And these are kind of on that radius of driving four hours in any di- direction from Las Vegas. So Joshua Tree is on that max. But it is a, a national park. Yeah. So if you're you know, like me and trying to check off a lot of national parks, go visit it. It's very interesting. The landscape is is amazing. Uh, also, we mentioned Grand Canyon National Park, the South Rim. You can also visit the West Rim, which is on Hualapai Indian Reservation land here. It's only two hours south southeast from the city. 
this is where the world famous glass arch walkway is that is terrifying yes. that you will never find me on. I'm sorry. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> you can find a lot of um, day trip shuttles and things like that from Vegas to yeah. the West Realm if mm-hmm. you're in Vegas for a short period of time and you do want to get out and see the Grand Canyon, um, you can find a ride over there. Uh, hitch a ride. Yeah, hitch a ride for yeah. just a, a couple of bucks and go over there and walk out on that terrifying glass bridge <laughs> <laughs> and look out over the Grand Canyon. Uh, you will never find me doing that. Sorry. Uh, to the north, northeast, once you leave Las Vegas and once you leave Nevada in general, you're going to pass through Mesquite that we mentioned. You're going to pass very briefly through Arizona and then you're going to, uh, in the gorge. In the gonna, gorge. You, you cannot you, forget the gorge. You, you will have a memorable drive through the gorge there. We don't want to spoil that because the beautiful walls and, and everything else uh, are just amazing to take pictures and stop and look at the, uh, Yeah. I believe it's the Virgin River that passes through I think through that's there. what it's called. Uh, and you'll end up in St. George. Yeah. St. George, Utah. Uh, there's also the surrounding communities of like Hurricane and a, f- a little further out, you'll have Kanab or Kanab, depending on which part of the country you're from. Yeah. Uh, and also, one one famous place that blew up on Instagram a few years ago, and whether you like the Instatorism or you have a gripe against it, but it's in Page, Arizona, uh, which is home to Horseshoe Bend. Horseshoe Bend is a lovely, I mean, just breathtaking and I don't use that word a lot, but it is a breathtaking natural bend in the river, you know, the Colorado River that created the Grand Canyon and all of that. So it's the north end of the Grand Canyon, basically, mm-hmm. before it starts, technically. But there's this beautiful bend. You've seen it. If you Google it real quick, if you're not you know, from around here, if you Google it real quick, you'll go, oh, this one. Right. You've seen it in movies. You've seen it in television shows. You've seen it all over Instagram or, or postcards and places like that. Page, Arizona is where it's home, but there's also on the surrounding Indian reservation lands there, uh, the, the canyons, slot canyons, yeah. the antelope slot canyons, which are amazing. They are. You, We went out to Page for a weekend intending to go see Horseshoe Bend and go do the slot canyons. And so when we were driving out, and there's two different sides to the slot canyons, the upper and the lower antelope canyons. And when we went, I think only one side was open. And so we're driving out there. And I remember asking you, where are the canyons? Because you're just looking out over flat land. I did not realize the canyons are actually down in the ground. And you have to climb down a ladder and get in them. It was a little bit mind-blowing for me to realize all these beautiful pictures I had seen uh, were actually underground. You have to understand, we grew up in a part of Texas that was flat. There was nothing. What you saw was what was there. Right. So things that were underground that are formed by rain and wind <laughs> over millions of years scare us. You know, we're simple people. Uh, but so, beautiful. But beautiful. it's beautiful. That's where uh, also uh, Lake Powell, the Glen Powell uh, a dam is also there that creates uh, the lake. That's very another, you know, kind of these man-made lakes that are very popular with, uh, with uh, outdoorsmen and, and people like that. So right around Page, Arizona, and that's right on that cusp. Four hours, you can make it there in a, you know, early morning drive and make it back to Vegas, but you're going to be pushing it. So you're going to want to make best use of your time. Yeah. Also, the big, <laughs> you can't forget this one. It's the big mamma jamma. <laughs> Do people still use that word? I don't uh, think so. 
<laughs> well, I just did. I brought it back. How old are you? <laughs> I'm so I'm like an 80 year old man in a 40 year old's body, <laughs> which the body is also the <laughs> body of an 80 year old. It's man. well on its way to oh, 80. <laughs> it's so sad. I get a roll to get. I'm like a turtle anytime I lay down. Uh, Zion National Park. Yes. Zion National Park is one of America's most popular national parks every single year. And it's with good reason that it's one of the most popular ones. And it's one of five national parks in Utah. So there is a loop that you could take. I've done it. Um, but that's for a different show. But Zion National Park, uh, we mentioned you can get to uh, get to in a couple of hours. You can hike and get back to Las Vegas. But you just have to understand it's very popular. Yes. So you're going to have to get there early and you might have a late drive home to hit the trails that you want to hit. Uh, my friend John and I, we did it in a, a matter of hours on the tail end of another trip of an epic road trip that we called. Well, we hiked and got the permits for a place called Angel's Landing, which is one of the more popular hikes in the entire United States. Millions of people try to get tickets to this thing every single year. And that's why they have a lottery. So just letting you know, just north of that, at the tail end or at the furthest of this radius of four hours is Bryce Canyon. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to talk about some of the surrounding communities coming up. But National Park-wise, Bryce Canyon is also there within reach, within a day trip reach of Las Vegas, if you plan your time right. Uh, and surrounding that whole area mm -hmm. is... Um, Monument Valley, mm. which you may not yep. know the name, but you have also seen pictures of this. It's it's kind of the flat land, but then these huge jutting rocks coming out of it. Um, honestly, when I think of the movie Cars, <laughs> I think of Monument Valley, even though that's not necessarily what it's based on, but it's that kind of landscape. And so just driving to Zion and Bryce Canyon is, is this scenic drive that you will enjoy if you... If you like rocks. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other park is very famous, and it's to the northwest of Las Vegas, but it's within reach, Death Valley. Right. Death Valley, ever-changing landscape because of the rain and winds and everything else that shape it. Yes, it is a very dangerous park. Yes, people, unfortunately, do pass away. If they don't pay attention to what's going on, I don't know why people go out there during midsummer. It is called Death Valley. Anyway, stay with us. We're going to have more. Day trips from Las Vegas, a lot of fun. We're having a good time. We hope you are too. It's Unscale Travel Show. We'll be right back. Unscale Travel Show is brought to you by Diamondback Land Surveying. For all your land surveying needs, contact Diamondback Land Surveying at 702-823-DBLS. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Unscaled Travel Show. I'm Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler. Join us, as always, on FullMetalTraveler.com. All of our past episodes, interviews, catch up, man. We give you a lot of great information. Straight from my brain. Uh, <laughs> which is a minefield of things. We are talking best day trips from Las Vegas. Get off the strip, rent a car, or if you drove into town, you know, hit the road, man. There's a lot to see within a four-hour uh, four drive radius. We, we talked and mentioned about some of the outdoor places, national parks. There's at least three 
right. four national parks, with the five national parks, actually, within driving distance. <laughs> Just keep adding. Yeah, no, there's five <laughs> within driving distance uh, of Las Vegas. We kind of mentioned uh, at the end of the last segment about Death Valley. Death Valley is a place that is high on everyone's list. I mean, it's mystical when people talk about it. I mean, because uh, it is, it, it's home to the lowest point in the United States and also the highest point in the United States. And it's like the hottest place. And it's in like the, the hottest States. place in the United States. So it's, <laughs> it's well rounded. Uh, people, unfortunately, because of flash floods and things like uh, this nature and the extreme heat, uh, there's always at least one person every year that unfortunately passes away. And it's the, the name sticks. Right. And it's earned. I mean, this part of the country is extremely hot. So if you come during the summer, just be aware of that. I mean, we've even made the mistake driving into Phoenix on what ended up being the hottest day of the year and doing outdoor activities. And we we were caught off caught off guard by how hot it actually mm-hmm. was because Phoenix is hotter than Vegas. I think it's it's at a different altitude also. So just be aware if you're going to be out and about um, in the summer here, you do need to bring water. You will want some type of sunscreen, and yeah. you'll probably want maybe some some shade. And not just the little bitty bottles of water. We see it all the time, and I want to grab people and be like, you're making a mistake. Uh, we see it at Zion Park, uh, Zion National Park. We see it hot, extremely hot days, and you'll see, uh, you know, a person with their kid, and they got one water bottle, and you don't want to make assumptions, but you're like, you don't have enough water. Right. You don't have enough water. Each person needs at least three or four liters of water, you know, for these a lot of these trails, and they make that mistake, and it ends up... I mean, you saved us because I, when we went to Zion, you and I, and we were doing one of the, the more easy to moderate trails I had looked on their website and they it does say you only really need one bottle of water per person and you made me buy more water and thank thank god that you did because we drank most of that water just getting up to the top of the trail (laughs) it was hot it -hmm. was steep we were not in shape so we needed all of that water and then some (laughs) Uh, that's that's a good point you know uh, if you're going to visit some of these places outdoors especially in the summer times or on those hot days, spring days, fall days, whatever, uh, you're going to yeah, go to your limit. Not what your mind tells you you could do, not what your heart tells you you want to see the top of the mountain, what your body is actually capable of doing. You got to listen to it, okay? Don't get yourself hurt out there. So now we're going to bring our focus in to smaller towns. We've mentioned some of these places, Sedona, Flagstaff, Page, and there are so many. I mean, there's too many to actually name, but... If you're going out to Death Valley, which is a couple hours northwest of Las Vegas, you're going to pass through places like Indian Springs, Amargosa Valley, Beatty, Beatty. Uh, the ghost town of Rhyolite, yeah. which we've done a lot of stuff on, uh, Perup. <laughs> I don't know how to describe Perup to people, but it's it's there. <laughs> so you're going to want to go to Perup, I guess. I don't know. for Perup things. has things for people to do. It sure does. They have a winery. They even have like um, a, a racing what is it like a motor speedway for car racing things like that so wow there's activities in Pahrump all right <laughs> uh in St. George we talked about uh in Utah when you first uh, make the drive over the border in southern Utah you're going to go into St. George St. George we have spent uh a number of hours in a little bit of time in and there are here's the place here's the thing about Utah every city 
<laughs> just about has wonderful hiking, has wonderful outdoors. It's like a whole different uh, atmosphere. It's a whole different climate from Las Vegas, where Las Vegas is very arid and dry and deserty. You go into Utah, and all of a sudden there's trees and there's greenery and yeah. there's all this beautiful weather, and it's like, where the heck is this? Like just a couple of hours away, <laughs> but the mountains they kind of block a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff there. But St. George is low key beautiful. It is. We we just decided one weekend we were going to get up and drive to St. George and check it out, and we ended up hiking. We just came across some some trails and parked and hiked for a good few hours, and you know took some amazing pictures. And there ended up being once we started doing research, a lot of outdoor activities, places you can hike, um, different things like that. And they also have one of my favorite things. It's not technically in St. George. It's right outside. But it's a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> they do have a Cracker Barrel, yes. But um, they have an outdoor amphitheater. Mm. It's called Tuacon. And they put on plays. And a lot of Broadway plays will um, sometimes come through there, too. So they have an outdoor theater, and then they have a smaller indoor theater. But they put on five or six plays every single year in this outdoor amphitheater and it's lovely. I've been out there to see one of the plays and I'm trying to get this guy to go back with me. Oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> okay. um, the guy behind you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful place and you've raved about it. And I know uh, you and our daughter have gone several times uh, around that same area, a little bit to the East, a couple hours to the East is a place called uh, Kanab or Kanab, depending on where you're from or how you pronounce things, but it's K-A-N-A-B, okay, Utah. This is the home of, uh, you're going to find a lot of hot air balloon action in the fall. and uh, In the falls. In the fall, uh, you'll, you'll see postcards about it. Not too far away from here is a city uh, in an area called Bryan Head, which is very popular. All the winter, I don't know, snow bunnies? I don't know, <laughs> what do you call them? Uh, all the people who love skiing and stuff like that. They love to go up to Brian Head. It has a beautiful, you know, area surrounding it. it has wonderful lifts and mountains and you right. know, all kinds of slopes. And yeah, it's only like about that. two hours from here. And once we start getting into that winter season, you start seeing a lot of signage and advertisements for Brian Head. And people will start heading up there for the weekend to to go ski. Even though we do have skiing right outside of Vegas on Mount Charleston. Or is it... Um, Lee Canyon, mm -hmm. but uh, a lot of people will head up to Brian Head to go skiing. So if you are into winter activities, the Vegas area is also pretty good for that too. If you want to catch uh, the the weather, so if you're a leaf peeper, I always say you know, sound weird saying that. If you're a leaf peeper, places like <laughs> Duck Creek, <laughs> Duck Creek in Utah, uh, Cedar, you know, surrounding areas around Cedar City, which is right there next to Brian Head. These kind of areas, these smaller towns, one, they're beautiful just to explore. They, you know, have that small town feel. Usually, they have that smaller downtown area with just mm -hmm. like mom and pop shops. And so, you want to go, hey, go shop local, right? Go spend your dollars local. And they'll have the little diners and everything you can post up at. Get some good food, not just McDonald's, you know, <laughs> of that nature. But all those back roads. Uh, that leads you over to Duck Creek, that leads you over to uh, Cedar City and Bryan Head. Explore. Go and explore. You know, be responsible. They do get some heavier snow in the wintertime, so be careful. Bring your snow tires or your snow chains, I mean. But, uh, you know, 
explore, have fun around there in Utah, and you'll have a really good time and find all kinds of places that we probably didn't even talk about. Uh, and also right outside of the entrance, the southern entrance to Zion National Park, is one of your favorite cities, Springdale. Right. I love this little town. I didn't even know it was there until the day we decided to go check out Zion. And it's just one of these cute little towns where everything's sort of a mom and pop shop. All the houses lining Main Street had beautiful like uh, wind chimes hanging from the houses and flags and lovely flowers. And I wanted to spend more time there. And I, my thought is next time we go back, we do stay in Springdale so we can't experience it. But it was such a cute little town. Yeah, it stays busy because of people's love to go into Zion, which is a wonderful place to go visit. But you don't have to go into the National Park. Springdale is full of adventure just right there waiting for you. So keep it right here. Unscaled Travel Show. We'll be right back. Unscaled Travel Show is brought to you by Diamondback Land Surveying. For all your land surveying needs, contact Diamondback Land Surveying at 702-823-DBLS. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Unscaled Travel Show. I'm Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we are chatting about wonderful day trips you can take from Vegas that are just about four hours away by car, a lot of these places, keeps them, uh, keeps it fun, keeps it interesting, right? So you're you're in your car, whether rented or you own, and you first stop by the, uh, the gas station, and that's where you buy your favorite candies and assorted drinks. Your road trip snacks. What's your favorite road trip snacks? I like candy and I uh -huh. like sour candies you're so. telling me this like it's news but what <laughs> I, know. I know okay. so I usually get the sour punch straws uh -huh. or like the um sweet tarts that Ooh. are more sour than sweet uh, but then I also want like to break that up with a little bit of salty so I usually grab a bag of chips okay. or gardettos too <laughs> gardettos there, there is method to the madness there's method to the madness so what do you, what do you think mine are yours yeah oh. how well do you know me uh, don't put me on the spot like this. If we were in the store, I could pick it out for you. But <laughs> uh, you know, I got to go with uh, some form of chocolate. So, so an Almond Joy. Almond Joy or M&M's. Yeah. Um, peanut butter M&M's, not plain. No, no. I'm sorry, peanut M&M's. Peanut. Peanut M&M's. Yeah. Peanut butter. Get sorry, I meant peanut. Um, and also, if they have pork rinds. Oh, yes. He loves pork rinds. The only time. Oh, but only one brand of pork rinds, not all of there's them. There's a specific brand, yes. But they don't pay us money, so I'm not going to mention. But they are delicious. <laughs> uh, and that is the only time I eat pork rinds. Like really? I don't keep them in the house. It's only road trip. And then, of course, Dr. Pepper, yep. drink of choice. Got to have it. And some Skittles or something like that, yeah. if they have. Got to break it up. Most places do. So anywhere you go and visit convenience store-wise, it's got to look like uh, a 10-year-old was given $100 <laughs> and just told, get whatever you want. you know. And everybody has their favorite. What are your favorites? Visit us online, fullmetaltraveler.com. Let us know what your favorite road trip snacks are, and uh, we'll make fun of you for it. We've even gone to just a few short day trips right outside the city. We mm -hmm. mentioned going to Rhyolite, which is a ghost town, but we've gone to a few others uh, not far from the city. And even though they're only about a 45-minute drive, we still stop by the convenience store to get us our road trip snacks. Dude, if you're on a road, if you're in the road, on the road, in the road, Get out of the road. <laughs> but if you're on the road, 
on a day trip or whatever, dude, stop by. Get get all the snacks you want to. There ain't no laws, man. Calories don't count laws. when you're on the in the car. Yeah, huh? the calories don't count on this. That's what I meant. <laughs> I'm gonna say there ain't no laws. Yeah, you can eat laws. whatever you want. Please, please follow the laws <laughs> <laughs> when you're out on the road. Uh, now we are expanding our scope. We were talking about small towns, and there's so many. And I know I feel bad sometimes for leaving out some small towns, but there's places like Laughlin, and and we mentioned places like Flagstaff. Now specific. I know we wanted to go back to Flagstaff real quick because there is a bookstore there that's like, it's like the the nicest, cutest little bookstore, independent bookstore, and there's so few of those left. Right. But we got to talk about them. It's called Brightside Bookstore, and it is in downtown Flagstaff, and it yeah. is probably one of my favorite bookstores in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Not for any particular reason other than it's just so nice in there. The staff is so friendly, and I love that it's an independent bookstore because those are just disappearing every single day. So anytime we are in Flagstaff, we stop by Brightside Bookstore, and we buy a couple of books. Yeah, every single time. Uh, Brightside, I I follow them online. I do too. I feel like I'm a part (laughs) of the community. I'm going to show up there one day and be like, hey, friends. They're going to taser me. Um, but the, the wonderful people at Brightside Books. There's not a whole lot of those left. And again, it kind of goes back to the, the ethos of if you're going to be on the road, if you're going to visit these small towns, shop local. Right. You know, spend your money with them, and you'll, you'll, get, you'll come away with some, some great memories and a place that not a whole, it's not manufactured into this big corporate machine. These are mom-and-pop shops that need your help, need your support. So get out there, and, and you're going to find some good stuff there. They're always... That dreaded, oh, I hate the words, hidden gems, but <laughs> he the, does, he does hate those words. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's it's always fun to find those little places. Uh, but expanding our look at bigger cities that you can reach within uh, four hours and make it back to Las Vegas. First one we visit a lot is Phoenix. Right, we've been to Phoenix mm, at least five times. Yeah, and we could do an entire show about what there is to do in Phoenix, but some of our favorite things. Uh, we often drive down there for like music concerts yeah. and athletic events. Yeah, we've we've seen a few concerts in Phoenix. More than a few, yeah. Uh, taking the kids down for some concerts there. Um, mm-hmm. Great place to see concerts in their various stadiums. And then we've also gone for a few Diamondback games too. Yeah. And go to we chase even, field and go to the, the Diamondback games. Yeah, and also one of our favorite uh, wildlife parks is outside of Phoenix. Uh, it we've talked about it on a previous episode. We've gone to a lot of zoos, a lot of wildlife parks, a lot of aquariums, and this is by far our favorite one. And it's in Littlefield, Arizona, I believe, or Litchfield, Litchfield, Arizona. So look it up. It is the something wildlife park, and it is much bigger than you would expect and probably the most active we've ever seen animals in, in a zoo-like setting. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, there's a. It's called the uh, Wildlife World Zoo Aquarium and Safari Park. That's a mouthful. That is a lot, <laughs> but it's a, it's a it's a ton of fun to go check out in Litchfield, right? Right, right so, outside of Phoenix. There you go, Wildlife World Zoo Aquarium and Safari Park. Sorry, I had to look. It was driving me crazy. Uh, but another cool place in Phoenix, if you're into music. The Musical Instrument Museum, which is in North Phoenix. 
crazy fun place to visit. So interesting. It was. Yeah. We we just stumbled across it, and we had our kids with us after going to one of the concerts, and we thought, kids like music. Let's go into it. I was not prepared for how much stuff was going to be in this museum. Yeah. I think we were there for three hours, and we didn't even get through half of it. So I would suggest, if you're going and you don't want to spend the entire day, look at the map and try to figure out what um, eras of music you're interested in their instruments and like what regions because it starts with like the very first known instrument ever and you kind of wander through and then you end up on the top floor with the more current instruments so a lot to see but it is really really cool and even our kids thought it was awesome there uh, the other one the other major city you can reach uh, you know I'll tell you real quick about Phoenix you don't realize how vast Phoenix is Phoenix Proper and the surrounding uh, metroplex is ginormous. Right, you'll it's like Houston or LA. You will spend hours <laughs> crossing it or getting to where you're going. Man, I I didn't realize that the first few times we went and visited just how vast it really is. This, right, and it's blown up and it's like gotten bigger and bigger over the last uh, decade or so. And we've been to Scottsdale a few times, which mm-hmm. is its own city, but is basically next to Phoenix. And and if you're into um, golf or resorts, Scottsdale is a great place to go. And it's right there, right outside of Phoenix. So you can fly into Phoenix and then just about 30, 45 minute drive from the airport. Actually, I don't even think it's that far. I think it's more like 20 minutes. Um, And you can be right in Scottsdale. And it's these beautiful Southwest resorts, golf courses, um, a lot of man-made lakes, things like that. Uh, finally, you know, is Los Angeles. You can't get, you can't do a show like this and not talk about L.A. L.A. is like Vegas in a sense that people either love going to L.A., they see everything cool about it, or you have a dislike for L.A. Right. Uh, you don't like the traffic, you don't like the whatever, 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 name a reason. But, you know, L.A. is drivable. It is uh, somewhere we've been several times gone for a day or a quick overnight trip uh, and come back to Vegas. And there is so much inside of L.A. and the surrounding communities that we could do. We could just do an entire show about L.A. all you know, every single week and never run out of material. It's it's one of those kind of places. But some of our place, uh, favorite places to visit, like Long Beach, going down to the Queen Mary. Um, yeah. And this is also where you're going to have a lot of carnival cruise lines and uh, places uh, of that nature. <laughs> Had some amazing um, street food yeah, in Long amazing Beach. Amazing street food. And it's also, if you, again, sports fan, the uh, the uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever they're called now, <laughs> Major League Baseball team, of course, the Dodgers and uh, the Chargers in the NFL and, and all of these teams. So if you're a sports fan, boom, it's within distance. I know tons of people that make the drive because they're fans for some reason of like the Chargers. Uh, and they go down there and watch a game and come back to, to Vegas. And uh, some of our favorite places are like Pasadena. Right. Hol- you know, Hollywood. You we, Hollywood. We just went to we just Hollywood, Hollywood for the first time. We've been to L.A. so many Weird. times yeah. and had never actually gone to Hollywood. Uh, and so we made an effort to go a couple of months ago and take pictures of all those stars on the sidewalk and go to the famous theater and see the handprints in the in the concrete cement, whatever it's called. 
It was really cool. We made an effort. That's all it requires of you. Unscaled Travel Show. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.